Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Good afternoon, or morning, or evening, or the midnight hour, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome to Her Ice Season 2, Episode 11. I am one of your hosts, Peter Rodney, hanging out with um, my partner on the trail of girls' high school hockey, Todd Houck. Hi, Todd. Hello, Peter. How are you? You know, I'm doing well. As we're sitting at... uh I'm glad that you've called it a trail because it really is a trail. It's a path. It's, it's a, a dusty, journey. It's a dusty trail. Well, not today because with the snow coming down and then with everything going to freeze tonight. This makes me nervous, man. We're going to end up moving around a bunch of section finals. No, it's not. It's this can be a couple. It's just a flurry. But, hey, let's quit talking about uh, our weather forecast because we know we're going to get a snowstorm between now and when the girls' state tournament is coming up or the boys. Um, as Peter said, we are Her Ice. We are a podcast where we focus on Minnesota girls' high school hockey. So if you're brand new to us, thank you for joining us. If if this is your 11th time this season, thank you for sticking with us. I'm shocked <laughs> that you are still here. No, no, no. This is quality conversation. It's great. Do we just get chances to talk about what we love, which is hockey? And uh, we want to make sure and give some love to our sponsor today, which is Lots of Matza. Mm-hmm. Brew Pub Pizza. Uh, they are specifically designed with with hunger in mind. And I have that right now because somehow I do not time myself with the podcast. So right now, every time I look at the Not Lots of Matza logo, I'm thinking. Thinking about pizza? Yep. I had my first Lots of Matza um, in the week between podcasts. Oh, how was it? It was good. It'll never overtake my Totino's party pizzas in my canon of frozen preferences it's but what you do with your Totino's pizza which is a little, which, little, which, a little different oh wrapping it in the flaming hot cheetos yes yeah. but i guarantee that your Totino's party pizza does not have one half pound of wisconsin mozzarella cheese i don't think it has a half pound of anything except maybe chemical the, number of nine or something <laughs> the wrapper the, hey, ra- but the wrapper weighs more than the pizza if you're hungry and you haven't had a chance to eat after our podcast please stop by one of your local grocers try all 12 varieties that lots of matzo brew pub has available so do it perfect hey let's jump into the top 10 uh recap from last week oh wait there is no recap because no, nothing changed because last week was a final one my monday mornings are so are so weird now usually starts with a phone call from tony it is hey let's recap quick let's re recap let's recap uh, let's just recap real quick so kind of we'll get your brain slated for as we're going to jump into a lot of section talk is obviously with section quarters and semis and finals. We've been crazy. So in the double A, this is how it ended with Peter Odney and YHH. Uh, on the double A side, you had Edina, Andover, EP, Blake, and Minnetonk in the top five. And yep. then the bottom five is uh, Maple Grove, uh, Stillwater, Roso, Forest Lake, and Wyzetta. On the single side, we have uh, Breck, who's actually a one- Plus 0.5 or one and a half A's. And uh, then Warroad, Proctor, Hermantown. Yeah, well, 1.75. They've moved up. And then uh, Cloquet, Esco, Carlton. And last but not least, number five is your South Side Packers from the Doug Woog land of St. Paul. So that is your quick top 10 recap from last week. Let's jump over to our section talk, which is going to take a lot of our time today. Oh, we have, my we, goodness. We have a slated. We have so much information and so much content that our brain is going to explode right now. But <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about what we said was going to happen last week. 
Uh, so we had our picks last week. Not so much picks that we thought was going to win each section, but we said some of the sections had not released who their ones and twos were. They just had the brackets. So we said, let's just pick who we think is going to be in the final game for going to the state. And then uh, a little bit later in the show, we're going to tell you who we think will be the representative of each section. Fair enough. We'll pick our section champion at the end of the show. We'll do that. Super. Stick around. I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm not going to go anyplace. I don't I've have got, a choice. I've got coffee. No, you can go. Go ahead. You got your tomato soup. You're fine. No, nah, I'm good, fam. All right, so let's start with the uh, let's start with the double A, shall we? Uh, yeah. In, this, in the one double A section, uh, we both were looking at Lakeville South going against Dodge County. Nope, I had Farmington. And you had Farmington. I, You know what? I wrote yours. I'm glad you're there because I, I wrote some years, but I did not write all of them. I've got all of mine. Trust me. Name, trust me. Trust no, I'm kidding. Me. He did. All right. So anyway, so Northfield with a big upset there. And then Farmington, according to Peter, went ahead and won. I thought they were going to be a little slower without Claire Enright, but obviously they were just fine. So in that case, so Northfield. Who needs Claire Enright? Would you have a Jaden Seifert? No, we don't. And we're going to bring her name up later on the show. So pay attention to that uh, that little nugget there. Uh, as of last night, uh, the two AA section uh, was no surprise as Tonka and EP both survived. I can say survived because both of them did have close very games. close games. And actually, most of the games are pretty close up until that point. There was only one. Um, both won their first game in a shutout, 5 nothing by the Skippers, 7 nothing by the Eagles. So we did not uh, see anything different except those two. In Section 3A, which has been uh, for nothing less, the well, some people say it's the shocking section of the tournament so far. According to Peter, he thought the Wildcats were going to beat the Eagles. He was correct. I got it. We I both, did it. Uh, neither one of us saw Burnsville, who with the nice yeah, big, pick with the big, and that's uh, one of an, one of our upsets. And mind you, that three-two. Uh, some people might say it a true upset. Some may say it's a very close, even match. But it did go to overtime. So kudos to the Blaze as they move on and they're playing for the state championship. Which not the Blaze. Oh, no, they are the Blaze. Never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Sorry. It's all right. Sorry. So that that is going on tonight uh, in the tundra I'll of be there. Minnesota at the Invergrove Heights Vets, uh, Vets Memorial uh, Community Center. Uh, in Section 4 AA, no, a little bit of a surprise. I want to go because I had a note on here. So Hill Murray is playing against Stillwater yep. on Valentine's. There's your date night right there for 4 AA. Nope, Spencer's going to that one. Oh, super. That's okay. <laughs> See, I might know what I had you saying Eastridge, but I don't know if that one. Okay. I must have just wrote some weird I don't ones. think I picked Eastridge. No, I have Hill Murray Stillwater written okay. down. I think I said to watch out for Eastridge. Eastridge lost to Woodbury in the quarterfinals, and then Woodbury lost by one to one. Hill Murray in the semifinal. Big, big. Where did Woodbury come from? Hey, some teams rise at the right what time. What is going on? They actually, if I remember right uh, through my memory, they actually were playing decent at the very end of the season, which is the best time to play better hockey as opposed to the beginning of the season. Um, I mean, I suppose they went 500 during the regular season, but. Hey, you have to, all you have to do is go undefeated <laughs> in the postseason, <laughs> for right? For three, for in yeah. some cases, all you have to do is win back-to-back games, and yeah. all of a sudden you're in the state tournament. 2-0, and 3-0, and you're going to state. Either you might get pounded in the first game, but you're at state with the experience. Uh, moving on to single, uh, I'm sorry, uh, section, section five, double A, uh, Maple Grove Blaine. Got it. No surprise. No surprise there. Ding, that's that's going to be a good matchup. It was nice when you got rivalries going against each other in the sections. Uh, in section six A, which has not been determined yet because yet. the biggest section of the planet is going on. The semis are tonight. Uh, Idana is playing against Benild. And Blake is playing against Wyzetta, and those are both at parade. That Wyzetta-Blake game is going to be insane. 
That's gonna be a dandy. That's gonna be a dan- dandy. I think Benel's gonna play well. I don't know if they're gonna have, they're not gonna have enough to get Paye down, but I think it's actually be closer. I, mean, I can see maybe a four-two with an empty netter. I could see a dominant four-one win for a diner. Okay, it'll be four nothing going into the third period. Benilde will get a, a cheapy goal in the third. I can see if he down and jumps up quick and it's like a quick two nothing after after say the first five six minutes. But Idan has not really struck fast. He's just kind of just been very durable, very steady, playing solid team. And before you know it, they've got five goals on yep. the board. And just slowly, just methodically, just make you sweat water torture the entire time, or ice torture <laughs> in this case. Uh, in seven double A. Yep. Uh, right now it's going to be Andover versus Forest Lake. I had Andover and Northright County. Yep, I was both proven wrong. We both had that. I thought Northright was coming in with uh, and a lot of momentum. Uh, obviously with uh, a goalie of the year candidate, uh, Anna LaRose, and uh, they got beat by the Rangers. So they, they told us who. Of course, they got beat by a better goalie in that case. And Another Miss Senior Goalie of yes. the Year finalist. So there's your there's your classic 3-2 good goalies, senior. That's one of those games that I'm worried about getting moved because it's supposed to be played tomorrow. Yes. But with the weather, we'll see when, it's, when it ends up getting scheduled. Hopefully it's tomorrow, and if it is tomorrow, I'll be there, and it'll be my... Fifth straight, seven double A final. I think you kind of know that section pretty I've, well. I got randomly assigned it when I first started covering girls hockey for the Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. I got randomly assigned for two straight years, and then the last three. This will be my third with YHH. Third is charm. Okay, and last but not least in the double A is going to be Roseau versus Brainerd Little Falls. Both had good victories last night. We both had that. Yep. So no really surprise there. So that is your double A. Picks from last week. Single A is a little different because there's some. Some of these we were just throwing. It was darts. Gum at the ceiling. Yep, that's what it was. Uh, so section one, single A. You had uh, Rolo. That's Lourdes. Got them both. Versus Fairball. No surprise there. And the two single A, uh, Mount Westonka, without Miss Nickums. Both and Nickums. Um, going against Hutchinson. So there's your one two matchup. Yeah, I had Delano and Hutchinson, so I see, missed there, out. See, there, I had that. See, I missed out on Mount Westonka. Delano, I had that written down. See, I didn't write. I was not crazy. Whoops. Yep. Uh, that's Delano with strong goalie candidate, Glassroot. So Grace Glassroot. Yep. So we'll talk about it later on in the show. Uh, in 3A, we had Laverne uh, versus Mankato West. That already happened last night because now we all know Laverne won. So that was actually a thrilling game. Got some good video. We're going to give ourselves credit for that one. Yep, we will. Uh, I'd like to give some kudos out to Laverne, the Twitter handle runner, because they were phenomenal last night. fire last night. Had the whole penalty shot goal for Laverne on the old Twitter machine, so that was fun to watch. So I felt like I was at Gustavus watching the game. So That's actually a great place to watch a game. It is good. It's a sunken ice sheet, so both stands are kind of hovering over it. And when it gets loud, it gets real loud. And I love, especially when you get the four-sided scoreboard hanging down in the middle. Oh, you yeah. know you're in a good spot right there. Nice lobby. Yes. Excellent Wi-Fi. Mm, I did not know that. Pluses in all directions. All right. Speci- uh, speaking of good Wi-Fi, uh, we've got in the four single A, we've got South St. Paul going against St. Paul United. I thought Simley was going to beat United. Uh, Peter did not. He was United, just like the soccer team, FC. You can't um, see it, but I'm patting myself on the I know back you are. Right don't, don't, don't break, oh, don't break who your... Who picked the three? I have a question about that later on, but remind me to come back to that. There was a question that I had that I didn't put in our, our notes here. Uh, five single A is going to be Breck versus Orno. Shocker. Except I picked Chisago Lakes. I took Orno. <laughs> I You're so smart, Todd. I tried to. 
you know, Shishaga Lace is good. They get the one, they, I hate to say it, but, you know, Jenna Lowry is a very good player, but Orno's got a few more. Um, uh, I was surprised players. at the score. Yes, 5-1. I thought it would be five, a one. hell of a lot closer. Thought, yeah, it was a lot more close. We thought, but yeah. But Orno did prevail. They got a big task ahead of them playing against the 1.7A, 1.75A Brecht. <laughs> um, 6A, which is a weird section because I always think of 6 is Metro, but 6A is actually out west. So that's Wilmer uh, against uh, – we actually both thought Fergus Falls was going to be in that one, but River Lakes with the mini upset last night. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to be a good battle for them. And then thing rounding up the rest of it, we have Cloquet versus Proctor Hermantown, the Rail Hawks uh, for seven single A. That's I wish a, I could go. That's to gonna this be a world. dandy. That's gonna be a Jim Jim dandy. We'll going have a on photographer tonight. there, but uh, Ooh, I'm excited to see those vids. And then of course the big other big one that's going on uh, tomorrow night is gonna be War Road versus Thief River Falls. But we thought it was gonna East Grand East Forks Grand. was gonna be, and again that's a two three matchup. But uh, Thief River Falls with five three victory on the eighth of February to take. Down the uh, green waves, so it's going to be a big rivalry game. Two towns that War do not like each other very much. I don't care if it's boys or girls; they do not, will not, cannot like each other very much. Yeah, a little social media war a couple of years ago Ooh. between the programs. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so let's, let's talk about some of those upsets. As we just talked about our finals and our picks, but here's a couple of games that kind of jumped at us that were kind of upsets as the the tournament or the sections were going on. Um, Fairmount was probably the biggest one. I think all of them where they beat Marshall in the uh, first quarterfinal game. Uh, that would be section two, I think. No, it's not section three. Yep, section three A. Uh, Marshall got beat by Fairmount uh, two nothing. So that was kind of a shocker. What a weird section. Very weird section. Uh, Northfield with a big win over in Lakeville South in the one double A. So that was a big one, a four beating a one. Uh, in my world, Egan beating Apple Valley was a little bit of a shocker, but, of course, Peter picked the Wildcats, so that wasn't a big upset. But I put up on our upset board. Uh, another big one that I don't think anybody saw was Anoka and Maddie Mashuga uh, taking down Coon Rapids uh, uh, Champlain Park in the first round. So that was a six over three. And the other big one that came about uh, was in that section four, which was Moundsview beating uh, Roseville. So that was another a little bit of a shocker and upset when it comes to the sections. Let's talk about Anoka, some- Anoka Spring Lake Park, one last note. So they beat Coon Rapids Champlain Park in the first round, 6-3. Technically an upset. Yes. And they lost last night by a single goal to number two seed Blaine. So Anoka Spring Lake Park, maybe not your typical six seed in section five. No, I don't think they are. I think they were they had some momentum as they were coming into the playoffs. And so again they may They're not like have the record that team. made them look good in the sixth seed, but they were showing it as we got close to the playoffs. All right. Let's talk about some of those games that we thought were really, really good. We have Ooh, three boy. of them that we want to focus on a little bit. Peter was fortunate enough to be at two of them, so we want to make sure he's got some great notes. And let's hear your thoughts about – let's start with – should we talk with the Crimson against the Panthers? Royals. The Royals. The Royals, who are who were wearing all black last night. And when I say all black, I mean all black. Like the socks were the all black socks that you pick up if you're like me and you play senior night men's league once a week. I think I had the same socks that the Rodgers team had. Uh, Maple Grove weathered the storm. Rogers certainly had their chances. The Royals, one of those teams that feeds so well off creating chaos in the offensive zone. It doesn't even have to be a shot on goal if they get the puck deep and they just start flinging pucks out of the corners into the into the slot. They have a chance to score. So Maple Grove 
did well to get out of there with a win. Uh, another nice performance from Brooke Casabo. I think she had 28 saves on 29 shots. And uh, Lauren Stensley had a, a beautiful, beautiful goal. She was the most skilled player on the, on the ice by far. So. And Tristana Tater, or Tater Tater, as I call it, she had a goal and assist. She was she, our, did. she was our number three star of the night for the girls, so good for them. All right, let's slide over the other side of it. So he had to go all the way from Section 5 over to Section, section four, 4, Class 1A. I know, a change in position, but still another good matchup as so, United and Simley. United and Simley. Uh, one quick funny story. When I showed up at Roseville Ice Arena, which is about 15 minutes from my house in St. Paul, I walked up to the concession stand, and they were remarking, on, wow, Maple Grove and Rogers had to come all the way down to Roseville for a game. And in my head, I'm going, yeah, thank God, because if they hadn't, I wouldn't have made two games last night. No. So the Maple Grove Rogers game being scheduled at 530 made a world of difference. It was a weird scheduling. I was kind of surprised when that was the first one coming through the Twitter world. I'm like, why is that so well, the, early? The 1-4 is always going to be the before the I know, the but two, still, three. 530, it's usually like a 6 and an 8. Yeah, that's but, fair. Anyway, and Roseville is just kind of a goofy one why – there was at Roseville. I mean, mind you, it's a neutral site for... I, I love it, man. The lighting at Roseville is great, and they have four separate handicapped seating areas. So if there are people who are handicapped who need to sit there, they're not going to take up all four. So as long as you're comfortable sharing a handicapped seating area with um, you know, an able-bodied person who just can't bear to stand or sit anywhere else in the arena or a TV camera, then you have a great place where you can shoot photos. They also had the whitest nets I've ever seen. Ooh. Last night. So they got new nets for big games. Novel idea. I hope so. I hope they leave them out there for 945 Sunday night men's pickup games. Because <laughs> I want to see I want to see my goals. Right, yeah. Scored in the, the bright white right. net. Black on white. Anyway, St. Paul United over Simley. This one I wasn't surprised at. St. Paul United still has a couple of those girls from when they were a power. Um going to the state finals a couple of years ago and being one of the best teams in the state. So Jenna Hoops has been around that program forever. She was ridiculous last night. She had a goal where she cut through two Simley defenders, and while she was falling, she went backhand and ripped a shot top shelf Mm. for the first goal of the game. The momentum totally shifted. St. Paul United hangs on for a 3-1 win over Simley. Simley's goal could have been argued a little bit, whether it was goaltender interference or a player standing in the crease. But uh, they had a goal judge, the goal judge and the referee. The referee got off the ice, and they talked in the locker room, or not in the locker room, in the hallway underneath the bleachers, which I I thought was a nice touch because, you know, you have parents on either side. You can't go there to go! Barking. Oh, my gosh. Screaming. Pure pressure. Losing their minds. Appreciate that. St. Paul United over Simley, not surprised. United, we stay in. United, divided, we, we divide a fall. All right, two other big games that kind of went on last night. We we eluded this before in the in the two double A uh, semifinals with Minnetonka and EP both winning. I just want to give you a little love on those because they were very they were good games since, since both teams had shutouts in their first quarterfinal game. Uh, Minnetonka with I don't say an easy win, but they definitely had their hands full with Shakopee. Um, kind of the, the not really one star came out. Olivia LaRoche had two assists for the for the skippers. Uh, Ellie Alvarez had the eventual game winner. Uh, she scored uh, about five minutes in the third period, and then Tonka kind of held on. So that was your that kind of held the um, held due there. Uh, Bryn Dulock uh, did have 16 saves for Minnetonka, uh, so she was in net and she was doing a great job. And as well as okay, 
Oh, I love this. It's coming up. It's Shockyby. Um, Shockyby's goalie, Sydney Hearn, had 33 saves in the loss. So um, she was doing her best against the Tonka uh, skaters. And I'm sure somehow power play was going to be the issue uh, as we see it. So let's take a look here. Let's see. Shockyby had one, two, three, four, five opportunities. Oh, for five. And they did not score in the power play, which is. As you've, if you've been on the show before, that is one of Peter's favorite pet peeves. Call it a bugaboo. Call it a pet peeve. Call it a sticking point. Minnetonka over four. Excuse me, I just burped while saying that. Great. Minnetonka over Thanks. four on the power play. Shot could be over five on the power play. Can't afford to do that in the postseason. No, you cannot. You cannot. Uh, another another team that was able to afford um, everything that they paid for, if I can say that, was Ian Prairie with a strong three-one victory over. Uh, the fire of holy family. Uh, star of that game is going to be Grace Kippers. Uh, she had a great game. She had two goals. She, she uh, as we had stated uh, before, she kind of really kicked off. She had the first goal uh, late in the first period for the Eagles in a in a in a scoreless battle. Uh, they were actually out shooting uh, Holy Family most of the game. I, if I remember my memory from a tweet I saw, I think they were out shooting like twenty-seven to six after two periods, or twenty-seven to nine, something like that. Um, and it turns out that the final shots were Ian Prairie, Molly Gergen had made nine saves on the night, and Sedona Blair made 38 saves on the night. So obviously Ian Prairie was owning the shots, but just wasn't again left in there. But then uh, and Kippers, she had the, the, the second goal in the in the last period. And Sydney Langseth, who had a goal and two assists on the night, she had the uh, the third goal to kind of nail, put the nail in the coffin for the Eagles as they move on in the chip. I hear it was a pretty wild game. Very wild game. A lot of, a lot of, um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Crisscrossing storylines. A few Eden Prairie products playing for Holy Family, playing mm. against the kids they grew up with. Yes, just what you always run into when it's a private versus a public. Yes, especially you, on the west they're, they're on the west side of the metro. Next door neighbors. I'm sure down the southeast corner of the metropolitan area in the St. Paul area, you're going to have say maybe like a Cretan versus a Woodbury. Cretan versus Woodbury or would Hill have Murray a lot of versus. Them. Hill Murray versus Stillwater is going to have a few of them. Yep, for sure. Um, three names that you're probably surprised you're not hearing about uh, <laughs> as we're getting closer. We have semifinals. Andover, Blake, and Breck. You're not going to hear us talk about those because they really haven't played any good games as of yet. They've played either they had a first-round bye or they destroyed a team either by shutting them out 13-0 or 11-0. Uh, and then basically play in everybody else after the first or second period. So uh, you have not going to hear much about them today. But it's nope. probably the only time in our podcast, I think, this year that we have not mentioned them a lot. But I guarantee next week they'll be a focus of our attention. Yeah, uh, Andover's outscored their first two section opponents, Princeton and Elk River, 23 to nothing. Yawn. Breck beat St. Francis North Branch 11 to nothing, scored 11 times in the first period first and period. didn't take a shot for the rest of the game. Seems like we should figure out a different system. Blake beat um, Hopkins St. Louis Park nine to nothing, three in each period. That's not nearly as egregious as eleven to nothing with eleven in the first period. And Farmington beat Rochester Mayo eleven to nothing, outshot the Spartans fifty four to two in the quarterfinals. At the same time, you're going to sometimes have it in your first round game. A couple good examples on the A side: World beat Crookston twelve to nothing. In their, uh, I guess technically their semifinal game, since there's only five teams in that section, and Proctor Hermantown defeated North Shore in their quarterfinal game, eleven to one. 
Mm. So you're going to have, obviously, those one and two seeds are going to have a big mismatch when it comes to section time. And truth be told, I've been on that side before. Uh, when we played in high school, I played for a program that was forced to play class 2A because we had five schools in the co-op, and our enrollment pushed us above. We had 30 guys try out for the team. But we had to play 2A, so we played in the play-in game and lost. And then the team that beat us in the play-in game, I believe, lost to Hill Murray 17 to nothing. Oh, nice and In the close. first round. Nice and yeah, close. Yeah, super nice and close. It was yeah. great. Super fun. It was, it, was, uh, it was really fun to play 2A. Yeah, I would love to have 30 guys try out for a high school game team. Oh, my gosh. You have a definitely uh, – Well, a, 30, 30 guys tried out. I don't, I don't know. I think five of them had never played before. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't just make looking difference. for bodies at some point. Yes, there's a couple associations I, or schools I know they're the same way. They're like, you've never played before. Do you know what skates look like? Do you have a pulse? Yep. All right, cool. We'll take you. You it's know, it's great. funny because I've seen it more, obviously, in lacrosse and hockey. Hockey is one of those things that's tough to pick up in high school. Lacrosse is like, did you play soccer? Did you play basketball? Can you run? Do you have legs? We can put you in lacrosse. <laughs> we can put you in defense, and you're going to be fine. Hockey, you know, I've seen a couple kids. This is their first year of skating. Uh, actively, so it's been a little bit of a challenge, but it's also been fun to watch those kids grow on the other side of it where at the beginning you're like, oh, my gosh, you're just – you don't want to call them a duster, but seeing how far they've come from the beginning of the year to where they're at now, the confidence, and it's been fun to watch that progression for those guys, and they're, they're enjoying themselves, so that's the key. They hope they'll come back, and they'll be great for them, another year of experience for them. All right, hey, um, up and coming, we got five games coming up tonight, which Ooh. are going to be some barn burners. We went through some of the finals – um, tomorrow or on Valentine's. If you have a date, you might as well just bring them to the date. I already told my date that we're not doing anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah, you already mentioned that. That's why I got to do it tomorrow, even though my date's actually leaving town. But that's another story we won't get into. <laughs> All right, so let's. Um, what I want to do is I want to kind of just uh just take we'll, a look. What we'll quick take a peek at these games? I know that um, one of our, our YHH official knots has said there's some good games coming up, and he mentioned two of them. And I go, come on, there's more than just two games. And the two that he focused on was uh, the Cloquet-Proctor-Hermantown game and the Egan-Burnsville game. Both those are going to be burn burners. Both those are going to be those are gonna be finals. And then I said, there's more than just that. Of course, he totally didn't want to say nothing about the um, Idana Benild or the Blake Wyzetta. Well, in comparison to Egan-Burnsville and Proctor-Hermantown-Cloquet-Wyzetta-Blake, it's not a big game. I know. But you go tell those 17 girls in the locker room that this isn't a big game. No. Because I would never go into a girls' high school locker room. Good call. That's something you learn very early on covering girls' sports. Yes. Don't go near the locker room. And you know what? It doesn't have to be girls because there was actually a person I talked to yesterday that made the mistake of going. They had they wanted to talk to one of the players. Um, uh, they went to talk to one of the varsity boy players, and uh, when he went to knock on the door and nobody heard him, he said, I gotta, well, i got to see if he's in there. Guess what happened? Yep. He saw things he's not supposed to see. Nope. Pound, so pound the door I, and wait. I beat that door until somebody answers the door. I don't even think about opening that door. I don't care who they are, what they are. I do not. So anyway, big game's coming up. And then we don't forget about the Breck-Orno um, game. I know everybody's got Breck probably penciled, markered, sharpied, moving on up. But <laughs> uh, I guarantee everybody out there on the west side on, on Highway 12 is thinking otherwise. So I want to make sure good luck to all those gals as they have. You know, and that's the sad thing, too, is is being on my side of it. Those seniors, when they step off the ice, that is the last time they're going to wear that jersey. Yep. For a lot of them, it's the last time they'll ever play hockey. Yes. Competitively. Yep. 
So there is there's some big pieces of it. You know, we have senior night, which is 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 it's nice, and we celebrate that. But when you have the section games, that is the last time that they're going to be wearing that jersey, and last, like you said, last time competitively playing hockey. So, so all the seniors out there, congratulations to all you've done, and I'm sure your association, your groups have appreciated everything you've given to them. So, kudos to you. Kudos. Uh, all right, let's slide over to uh, the net minders, if you would. We had uh, ten goalies of the year seniors. They were announced last week. Me and Peter went through and we said, these are the five that we think are going to move on to the next round, which will be announced. Um, so they announced them on Thursday, ironically, a day after we podcasted. Ironic. And then uh, they're actually going to give the results of those are going to be on the day after the state tournament Saturday, so on the Sunday, the banquet. So um, the five that uh, advanced in the senior goalies of the year, uh, these are in no particular order of domination or of statistics. It's simply just random. Uh, but uh, one, uh, I'll go in, in order here. So Chloe Stockinger of uh, Sauk Rapids Rice, uh, Amanda Pelkey of Andover, uh, Kenny Allen of Apple Valley, um, Ali, the alligator gainer of Forest Lake, and then Anna La Rose, La Rose from North Wright County. And as we talked about is getting prepared for the podcast today, we said, holy cow, there's only two of those five that are and, they have a and chance. They're gonna, and one of them's going to get and knocked out because Forest Lake and Andover play in the final. So how crazy is that? You had 10 <laughs> goalies of the year down to five, and then there's only two left, and there's only one of them are actually going to make it to the state one tournament. is going to go to the state tournament. So... Do we break it down gently, saying Oof. who is going to win this guy, or should we just say in order of if you are ranking, you want to rank them, or how do you want to do it, Peter? Oh my gosh, uh, I think I think by default it almost comes down to Gainer and Pelkey. I I think so. Anna LaRose has got great numbers though. Great numbers, and you had said it last week that some of the votes are going to be based on how far they go in the tournament. How far they go in sections? And I've heard conflicting. I've heard that they choose these awards before the state championship games. I don't know if that's true. That's a rumor. Oh well. Here's my question: Is it is it fair to base on the senior goalie of the year if you had a great regular season and then your playoffs weren't that great or didn't make it to state? Yeah, I think that's fair because I mean, let's say hypothetically. Forest Lake loses in the section final, okay. and Allie Gaynor gets knocked out. She had 14 shutouts this year. 15, mm-hmm. I think, maybe if you count the section. 14 shutouts in a season. She's in the top three, I believe, for career shutouts. She's been the backbone of that program for three seasons now. I think it's fair to make a decision based on that. So you you can possibly see it that the Alligator loses in the section finals, mm-hmm. and then the gal that she's playing against – wins the state championship but doesn't put up great numbers in the playoffs. But yet the gal that won the state championship has a edge in the overall senior goalie of the year. She could. I mean, it's all subjective. These are these are votes that are being counted by humans. So it's like the well, baseball think, Hall of Fame where Derek Jeter wasn't a unanimous Hall of Fame selection. It's subjective. It's all based on what, uh, what the particular voter values. Do they value the longevity of of a career and the sort of body of work award, or do they value the one season where you were a super shining star and won a state title? I like it as, as, and I know you have talked about, you think your career is part of this, but I look at it as you're the senior goalie of the year, not senior goalie of your career. 
So I look at that, and mind you, I'm using maybe some professional sports in this one, but if you have had that one magical year and you were the MVP, and then after that you don't have a great season or don't have a great career, but there was that one magical moment where you were on top of the world, you had career numbers, you led the world in statistics, whatever your sport is, it was that you were the most valuable player that year. Not on your career, but on that year. So does it put you in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. That year, was you magical? Yes. Did you win the championship? I, it, it could have something to do with it, but I don't think your playoffs or championship should tell you whether you had a great season or not. It's regular season player of the year. My thoughts. Agree to disagree slightly. Okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> that's that's what we're here for. It is a bummer that three out of the five are already out. Here's the stat I'm going to throw at you that still boggles my mind. I threw these stats up because I was looking at goalies because even though I've never had a goalie in my family, hockey, or been related to a goalie, I always feel the goalies just don't get enough love. So I make sure. But one of the biggest pieces that I was surprised at was if you look at the numbers by Grace Glassrud, again, is a senior at Delano. She's been going to post-university. Mind you, her record was not awesome this year. But the awesomeness comes from this, is that when she led the state in amount of saves made, she made 865 saves. Her goals allowed was 2.59. That's crazy. She may not win it because she may not, she might not have won if she was in the, if she was in the next stage of the five to win goalie of the year. But I think she should have been in that top five based on the fact that she was taking a lot of pucks, made a lot of saves. And on a team where she only had six wins, she still had a goals allowed average less than three. It's crazy. Those are it's unbelievable. Bananas. Yes, not her career, but again, this the year season. she was a great season on her. So we could do an entire podcast about voting tendencies and voting preferences. Yes, we could, but we, we could. won't do that. Maybe we'll save that for election season. Yeah, we can in yeah, we'll, November. We'll come back in November. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have like a caucus <laughs> podcast. A caucus it, pod. It'll be less complicated than the Iowa caucus. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness New Hampshire was easier. Oh, All right, let's move on. Uh, so now we're moving from the net. See, that was a cough was a transition. So we're moving from the net to our forwards and D. Yeah. It was put out uh, earlier this week. The Miss hockey play. semifinalists. Yes. You can't even call them quarterfinalists uh, because there's 10 of them. I know. Is DECA finalist? Can I say that? 10? Deca finalist. Deca finalist. Deca finale. Decathon. What's the what's Latin for final? Fin. Could be. I honestly couldn't tell you. It's my. It's we my. Had to, we had to learn Latin in high school and biology. I love Latin. I love I, Greek and I, I love forgot it. it. It's there's, my nephew's favorite subject in school. There's so many words that are used Latin prefixes and 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 nobody knows. I know it's what's crazy. Gastropub. Stomach pub. Yes. All right. So let's rip through the. Um, 10 semifinalists, they're calling the Miss Hockey semifinalists. Again, these are in the only order they're in is the alphabetical order of their last name. Yep. I'm not going to shoot out um, statistics because we have them in front of us, but we can chat about that a little bit. And then me and Peter are going to tell you who we think will be the top five. We're going to move on on Thursday. Oh, love it. I got to press one of the colored buttons. There's more that came from. Right. I don't remember which one's which, though. So let's start with from Northright County, Mackenzie Bourgeret. From Blake, Addie Burton. Da-dun. From Warroad, Hannah H.C. Corneliuson. From Blaque, Lily Delanidis. The, the Northrop Collegiate School? Yes. 
uh, or otherwise everybody knows her as Lily DeLandis, uh, from Eden Prairie, Sydney Langseth, from Breck, Olivia Mobley, from Andover, Jamie Nelson, from Minnetonka, the lone defense in the pack, uh, Maggie Nicholson, uh, from the north, uh, Rozo, Kayla Santel, and another Blake representative, Audrey Weddington. That is your finalist top 10 going to possibly be a candidate for Miss Hockey on Thursday. It's that time of year. It is. All right, Peter, you yeah. want to break it down or just give me your five? Oh, I don't want to break it down. I had a long conversation with Tony last night at about 1030. About? About? About a lot of stuff. And the Miss Hockey semifinalist list was part of that. So we spent 20 minutes going through it. I do have five that I think will advance in the next round. This is based on a mix of, again, body of work. Career okay. career numbers. Oh, you're going to now remember it's player of the well, it's Miss Hockey. It's Miss Hockey. So I think that I think that includes more intangibles. Could be than simply senior player of the year. Could be. But I've got Addie Burton from Blake. Okay. Lily DeLandis from Blake. Olivia Mobley from Breck. Jamie Nelson from Andover and Maggie Nicholson from Minnetonka. Those are the five that I think will advance to the next round. So wait, so let me let me check that out one more time. So you got A B. Yep. A-W, O-M, J-N, and M-N. Did I say that right? A-B-L-D-O-M-J-N-M. Why are we doing this by initials? That's cute, because I wrote, that's how I did it. I made it quick. I Burton, DeLandis, Mobley, Nelson, well, Nicholson. All, I always call Lily, I always call L-D, because it's quick. L-D. And instead of saying Hannah Cornelison like 15 times in a sentence, guess what I call her? H-C. H-C. Nice and simple. I do not have H-C. High C. High C Kool-Aid. Who do you got? <sighs> Who do I got? I have got Lily. I have, okay. I have Hannah led the state in goals and points. Uh, I have who am I going? I have uh, Sydney Langseth. I have I went back and f- I have uh, Olivia Mobley. Then number five was kind of like my back and forth, just how we did the goalies. I went back and forth between Glassroot and 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 Bonner, but I am falling toward, and I I love because she's a, a machine. Kayla Santel from Rosa. Wow. Look at you. I was between Both her Northland guy. I was kind of going back and forth at her and, and Jamie Nelson. I think what I think Santos just been an amazing player. She has really picked up her game immensely. Um, one of the stats to throw out there, mind you, this is we're looking at the entire season, but that caught my eye is she was one of our stars of the night last night. She got a hat trick last night. I swear, every time she plays a game, she gets a hat trick. But five of her last nine games, she's had a hat trick. She's had 10 hat tricks on the season. So wow. she's had a great season. If I remember right, I think she's like eighth in the state. Uh, I Somewhere think in, in goals. Uh, but obviously, HC, she's been all world, all world, all northern, all single A hockey. So I got to put her in the mix because I think she definitely is a good candidate. Do I think she's going to win it? I think I think she's going to have some really tough competition with either Breck or Blake standing in her way. But I think of those 10, that's my five that I'm pushing on to the to the next level. Mm. That's my thought. That's your thought. You're sticking to it. I'm going to stick to that one. I think so. So, yeah. So, if you have any questions, concerns, if you disagree with us, make sure and hit us up on Twitter. You can DM us and say, I think your ideas are 
outlandish. I think you're stupid. Or I I'm hate you. 100%. But make sure that you're nice about it. Don't be one of those people that just says that, you know, just kind of decides that's your platform for screaming and yelling for people. Because oh, better yet, corner me at in arena. Oh, that's even better. Actually, just walk in with your ear pods. In front of it. witnesses. Well, that's even, oh, yeah, there you go. That's perfect. All right, speaking of witnesses, let's let's chomp at the bit a little bit. Uh, we've, we focus a lot of on our, our section talk and our players of the year, but there's some players uh, that have had some phenomenal postseason or regular season games. I want to make sure. Actually, these are all postseason, so I want to throw these out there. So first of all, uh, Jaden Seifert, is a, I want to give her a mid bump. She is a uh, junior, if I remember right. From Farmington, she is a junior. She is a uh, Mankato State. I'm sorry, Minnesota, Minnesota State, State University, University Mankato. Mankato. Commit. Figure it out. She's had two goals and eight assists on the in the playoffs. That ties her for first in points. She's tied with Brex um, Ali Quali. Uh, I want to give her the credit because she's really picked it up a lot in the, uh, being tied for first in points. Obviously, with Claire Enright has been out for the seat for the rest of the, the playoffs. So uh, Jaden has really stepped it up for the Tigers, and they are hopefully going to keep on trucking as they're they're hoping to get one more game in there. Mm-hmm. Another guy I want to give some love to and a mid bump is Rochester Century's goalie, freshman goalie, Abigail Connors. Why is she getting any love? Well, why she played a first round game against uh, Lakeville South in the one double A section. Uh, Lakeville South won that one ten nothing, but she made seventy two saves in that one game. So yes, her team did lose, and and obviously she's a freshman. She's got a lot of hockey ahead of her. But I want to give kudos and mid bump out to Abigail for making seventy two saves against a very uh, a, a tough Lakeville South team who turned around and got upset the very next game against Northfield. So um, obviously she was on on her game that day. And yes, save percentage won't look good, but seventy two saves is still amazing. If that's a state uh, record, amazing. I don't know, but it's still pretty good. Uh, and the other one I want to give some kudos out to and a mid bump is uh, Austin's uh, junior goalie, Shelby Davidson. I have a little love for the Austin Packers, being a former Packer myself. But this one's amazing. This one kind of jumped at me as I was looking at the goalie numbers and all these gals, you know, the, all the stats they've had in the postseason here. So Shelby's team won their first game in the in the section, lost their second game. So the record was 1-1. One one. Again, okay, you went out. Sorry, you lost. She has 77 saves in those two games. So that alone. So look at that. She's almost has as she had a few more saves than Abigail in one game. But the amazing stat that jumps at me is within those 77 saves, she only gave up three goals. And she had a save percentage of 963, which leads all goalies in the postseason in a save percentage. Damn. So that's impressive that Miss Davidson, even though she's not playing more, but she's played two Great back-to-back games for the Austin Packers. So, bit bump out to you, Shelby, and uh, good luck with you if you have a spring sport. So, I want to make sure and give you some love. I hope you have a spring sport. I hope so. Keep keep active. Remember, multi-sports, we like those. I hope your spring sport isn't hockey. Let's put it that way. How about hockey on grass? Let's play lacrosse. That's what we do. Softball. Uh, all right, so Track. we're coming up to our favorite sub segment of the podcast. We get to know Peter a little bit letter, better than we used to know him. Uh, we ask Peter three do you questions. Wanna, do you want to pick your section final winners before or after? Ooh, it's a good question. You did say at the end of the show, so do you want to? Yeah, end of the show. Let's do three questions first, okay. and then we will pick. We give them a little break. They want to hear about you first, which is more important than section final. I don't think they want to hear about me at all, but that's oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. There's, we have fan mail coming in. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, all right, so question number one, Peter. What was your best subject in school? History. How come? I don't know. I was always kind of a dork. Like, we went to Boston when I was a kid, and I didn't want to go to Fenway, and I didn't want to go to the Boston Garden. I wanted to go to Lexington Green, 
and I wanted to walk the free freedom trail. I still have a three cornered hat from revolutionary oh, yeah, times sure. that the I triangle, bought at the yeah. gift shop. I was always big on history. I still am. Love history. You can learn a lot from history. I All got right. a four on my AP U.S. history test. Good for you. Yeah, that's right. Good job. All right, question number two, Peter. Uh, if you could go back in time, where would you go? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's so hard because anytime you pick a decade, you think about the negatives that come along with that decade. This is possible. Um, you know what? I think I would go... Oof. 60s. Would you? Yeah. Well, that's a good time. One reason. Music. Oh, the music was so good. The music was ridiculous. Especially the late 60s, like 67, 68, when just yeah. you're hitting the you're hitting genres of two different you're getting away from the the conservative 50s and the early 60s and then you're starting to get into maybe it was the drug influence and you had the Vietnam War conflict right. which was so much going on Fort Dead in Ohio. Kent State. I mean, you, so that, I mean, that's why it's hard to pick a decade, though, because you say, "Well, I want to go back to the '60s for the music," and then you just mentioned, you know, Kent State and Vietnam War. There, there are negatives and positives that come with all of them. But yeah, I would, I would I, go back to the '60s. I love a lot of high, college kids or high school hockey guys will go like, um, "I go back to the '80, 1980, Miracle on Ice." I'm like, that, that'd be awesome. You'd be right there live because you weren't even around during that time. No, I mean, I hockey mind is like. Hey, Miracle on Ice, I want to be there. I want to see it live. But you know who was around at that time? You know who was in Lake Placid and watched the Russian national team? Mm. My mother. No way. My mom was in Lake Placid for the Winter Olympics in 1980, and she saw the Russians play Poland. Really? She was. Wow. Yeah, she didn't tell me that until I was in high school doing a, some sort of 20-page paper on the U.S. Olympic team, but she told me she saw the Russians play. And, um, you know, my mom never played hockey, but she watched enough growing up where she recognized that the Russians were just so much better. They were faster oh, yeah. than everybody, and they were so much more disciplined with the puck. Yes, the Red Army. Yeah. The Red so, Army. Yeah, my mom C-C- got to see the Red, Red wow, Army Wow, how about that? That's I awesome. Know. It just tells you how old my parents are. She my parents were born in 49. Very good. My mom was close to that, but not quite. So, all right. Uh, what is your favorite emoji? The one that I use all the time is the little uh, rock on. Oh, the two fingers up, the bull. Yeah, the two. The I guess you could call them hook'em horns. Hook'em horns. If you if you were a Texas fan, I'm I choose not to live my life that way. So I hate the fact that it's the Texas signal, but uh, the little rock on hands. But remember, if you watch Breakfast Club, Bender, I got you for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. I gotcha. Go ahead. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? You got another one. That's a great movie. <laughs> great one. It's a great movie. All right. Uh, all right. So Should we make our section picks? Let's do our section picks. Put people out of their misery. Here we are. Well, no, they've not been misery. They've been waiting for this all day long. <laughs> There's people have been crying for this all day. I have to make sure my I have my so I notate these because the last time I did not notate as well as I thought uh, I did. But there, okay. there are two that I'm choosing. As we speak right now. Ooh, wonderful. I just ripped through. And oh and, gosh, and, so uh, and I'm going to tell all our fans out there, I pick a lot with my heart instead of my head. That's okay. That's why I'm not a good gambler. I've never been a good gambler. I'm not a good gambler because I don't have any patience. Well, that too. So. As soon as I learn, as soon as I lose 20 bucks, I'm out. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm the same way. You lose 20, I'm good. All right, so do you want to start single A or do you want to start double A? Let's start with single A. Oh, I love it. I love your mastery. Let's Thank go. You. All right, let's start with uh, Rochester Lourdes, one versus Faribault, two. Lord. 
I am also going with Lourdes in that game. Gotcha. Uh, in 2A, we got Mountain West Tonka, the one, versus Hutchinson, the two. You know what? I'm going to go Hutchinson, and I will tell you why. These Please. two teams have already played twice. Both games went to overtime. Mountain West Tonka won both games in overtime mm. and outshot Hutchinson. I think Hutch is due. I'm going to take the Tigers. Okay. I am going to – I'm staying with Mountain West Tonka. Okay. I, we can't do three because Laverne already won. Nope, three is off the board. Yep. I, I I already got that mark, so that is not fair to anybody. Uh, section four single is going to be South St. Paul against St. Paul United. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take St. Paul United. Oh, wonderful, because I took South St. Paul. I just have a feeling. This is the year the Packers are going to get past United. I just have a feeling. Because I think they've played in the finals for, what, Oh gosh, 14, 15 years? <laughs> yeah, it's I been mean, it hasn't been that long, but it's certainly it's been, been several four. several in a row. This is their time. Packers, are they're going to put it all together it's, for this one. It's our time. Our time. Okay. We Section might play five. them ten times. Uh, Blake, number one, versus Breck. or not, number three. I think we're all both of that. We're both taking Breck. Not yep, a surprise there. we're both there. taking Breck. I want Orno to play hard and make it close, but I don't think Breck is going to lose that game. If Vegas put odds on this, I can't even imagine what the odds would be. Like two to one? <laughs> uh, te- yeah. It would be really, one and a half to one. Yeah, you'd lose money betting on them. <laughs> you'd have to bet a hundred to win a dollar. Yep. Uh, Section six. Six is uh, Wilmer versus number three, River Lakes. I got Wilmer. Yep. I'm taking the Cardinals. Did you see their victory video from last night? Yes. B-I-C-T-O-R-Y. Victory, victory for Wilmer. Hot. Thought it was great. It was perfect. Loved it. I, it was, I was like, when is Wilmer? Where's Wilmer? How'd they do? And all of a sudden I saw the victory. I'm like, oh, they must have won. Double overtime. Yeah, rock and roll. Big time. That was a big one. Big one. Northern Lakes give them as much as they can handle. All right, Section 7A, we got the big rival, Lumberjills, Railhawks. Oh, Railhawks. You're going Railhawks. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. I'm taking Taylor Swizzle Nelson. She's wow. going to take over the game. She is going to be – normally I would not like somebody versus a bunch, but I, I just – it plus her and Canada Bender, I think the, the Jills are going to do it. I am so bummed that I can't go to this game. I think this is going to be an emotional, high drama. And it's going to be in Proctor. Section final. Oh. And it's at the nice new arena. Yes, yes. Son of a gun. It's going to be like – look at that. Proctor's going to be home and they got to wear their greens. They're blacks. Oh, they're wearing blacks? Yeah, they wear black. It's like black, blue, or black, purple, and white. Oh, I think I remember that. Did they wear last year? Yeah, at the state tournament, they were in all blacks. Yes, that's right. All right, and then uh, HC and the Warriors. Actually, Gino. Don't forget about Gino. Gino. Gino against Thief River Falls. Yeah, Warroad. I'm taking the Warriors. Warroad. It's going to be a battle, but I don't think... Thief River is going to have enough to get past yeah. the She-Warriors. All right, let's move on to 1AA. Just as exciting, and now you're going to hear a heart, lot of heart here. Not as much brains, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, let's start with the crazy one right off the start. 1AA, Northfield, four seed versus Farmington, the dose. Farmington. Okay, I took the Farmers. Even without and right. I took the Farmers as well. All right. All right, Tonka, EP. Tonka. I took Eden Prairie. I just feel Eden Prairie is playing extremely well right now and extremely disciplined. And it's just key cogs of Sydney and Grace. I think those two plus Gergen and it, I think they got it. I think it's a coin flip, but I'm going to take Minnetonka because they're defensive depth. Okay. 
I love it. Defense does win championships, by the way. Even section championships. True that. All right, uh, the other crazy one, section three, double A, Egan versus Burnsville. Your classic 4-3 matchup for this classic. chance to go to state. I'm, I'm debating about recusing myself from this one because i got to go to this game tonight, but I'm going to take Egan. I'm taking Burns. I got a friend. That's who, a hard over a head one. I know. If well, I've ever heard one. Hey, I'm just it, based on your attachment to if, Burnsville. Yes, it, if they were going against number one Apple Valley or number two anybody, I would still take Burnsville just because my heart's with Burnsville. So I'm hoping that the Blaze are going to burn down the burn. house. Gotcha. Don't burn it too much because the vets wouldn't like that because we need that facility <laughs> for later on. All right, another big one which I'm excited about this one: Hill Murray versus Stillwater in four section. Oh my gosh, I got Stillwater. I'm yep. gonna. I'm banking on uh, Mira. That would be. That would be a bit of an upset. Not even just seed wise, but resume. Not eh, maybe not resume wise, but uh, reputation wise. Yes. There we go. Because even though we say she's a first year coach, we don't think of her as a first year coach. Well, and Hill Murray's got a ton of talent for one thing, but they also have experienced talent that's been around a quality program for a long time. But hey, you never know. Stillwater gets a first goal. Maybe the score in the second period, play strong defense. If they can hang five on Forest Lake, they can hang five on pretty much anybody. True that. All right. Uh, big one up in the northwest corner, section five, Crimson Bengals. This one's going to come down to goaltending. I got Maple Grove. Yeah, I got Maple Grove as well, even though the freshman played extremely well last night. Haley Hansen. She had 40 She's saves. She's unreal. Do you, know, uh, do you know how old their backup goalie is? Uh, 12. She's an eighth grader. <laughs> That's their backup. So their freshman starter, who's been a stud all year as a freshman, and their backup is an eighth grader. So for the next five seasons, they went through. They just, Blaine has a plan and goal. They're, they're either they don't have a 15U squad or they have seniors. No, they do have a 15U squad. They're, they must have some seniors that graduated last year. They did. They had some. They had a ton of seniors who graduated two years ago, I believe. Two years, and then another big class last year. It's tough to see that. I know right now Kenny's going to have three senior goalies this year. Oof. That's got a big, big chunk. So, all right, uh, six double. We've got. Well, we don't really six have any dub. final yet, but I'm I think, still. I think we can still make a champion pick right now. I think we can safely give it to someone. I don't think we can safely give it to someone, but I'm going to give it to Adina. That's who I. I bet. Well. I bet against the Hornets last year, and it didn't work out so well for me. Even though I put a question mark by it, but I just, I, I just think that Blake's got that one unbelievable line in the state, and then Edina just has a few more lines that can combat that, and um, hey, Miss Hockey Finals, was there any Hornets in that top ten? Nope. No, and Blake Isn't that weird? Three, and they're all in that same line. So you go 24-1, and one, and you <laughs> your one loss was one to nothing to the number two team in the state, and you don't have a Miss Hockey Finalist. Or even a Mizaki semifinalist. Nope. So, usually I'm not a Dinah, 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 but that it seemed kind of weird that there was no green in the top 10. Hey, real recognized real. So, hey, do I want to see Dinah win the state championship again? No, because I like variety. But I just think right now they're, they're going to have a little too much to play against Blake. But that'll be, that'll be the section final of the year even though they screwed that up and put them in the same section. Every year it's the section final of the year. Yep. I'm not going to go to that one. Nope. I boycott it. It's weird. Tommy's right. going to go to that one. Section 7, Andover, Forest Lake. Andover. In a tight one, again. 2-1? Over. It, was, it went to overtime last year. 
and I'm going to take and over again. Yep, I'm taking them again. It's going to be just that that team has got way too much. Too much. Too much. And then last but not least, uh, my Rozo Rams against your Brainerd Little Falls Warriors. I pick Rozo. Yep, that's who I'm taking. All right. I'm taking Santel and uh, Stokoff Stokoff and Helgeson and Helgeson and the other Helgeson. They've been playing so well. They're just a ramp. They're a Josie tra- Johnson. They're a train right now. I think they're just training. They're, nobody's going to get in their way. I think they're coming all the way. Well, speaking of in your oh, way, man. folks, we, I have, think we, uh, made it. we take a lot of time here, but I want to thank everybody for sticking around as long as you have. If you're this part of the podcast, you are a marathoner. If you've listened to all of our episodes so far, you are a marathoner, but we certainly appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. It does. Thank you for everything that Peter's given to this podcast. Thank you for Thanks, the bro. ears. And I uh, want to make sure that uh, to thank you again for listening to Her Ice because right now it is not his it's ice. It's not his ice. And next week we will have a massive state tournament <sighs> podcast. It'll be the day before the state tournament. We will be making preparations, scheduling Ubers to the XL Center if we ever hear back about credentials. Or I'll get on the, the, the bus from the Mall of or I'll watch cool. Or I'll watch a stream online if we or, get rejected. Or Breakfast Club. Or Breakfast Club. Or I'll just ignore it completely. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm not ig- bitter. I'm okay. Ig- I'm ignoring that last statement. But, hey, folks, make sure and take care of yourselves. Keep yourself warm in the cold temperature the next couple of days. And take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool